This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, Vlor GTZ, and with me today, I have my usual co-host, Laser Kid. Hello! This is a interesting situation because we literally just attempted to record about this episode only to realize that we weren't actually recording half the audio. <laughs> For our fellow podcasters out there, you probably understand this pain way too much. It would not be the first time we've lost something, so it happens. Yeah, it's definitely happened before. I will never forget the, 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 the mysterious episode that we lost. It was like a three-hour diatribe that was beautiful, and then it was gone. Yeah, lost the deadly void of my recycling bin. Indeed. But luckily, we're hopefully not going to lose this recording. And if we do, you aren't going to hear this anyways, listeners. So we have plausible deniability, I guess. I don't think that's the right way to use that term, but I'm going to use it anyways. It had to be done. <laughs> Thank you, Discord soundboard. <laughs> the real OG. The real OG. Discord has made the greatest mistake of giving me access to a soundboard. Because I will abuse it. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so today we're heading to a village that has swords and smiths. You might say it's a, a, a smithing sword village? Yeah, something like that. Okay, something like that. I, I hear a lot of them like to wear masks and help people with their swords. Oh, yeah. And they get angry when uh, you break their swords. Just one of them, really. Yeah. But he is the best one because he has the most focus that even a demon is jealous of. But yeah, today we are talking about episode eight of the Swordsmith Village Arc of Demon Slayer, which is a an emotional roller coaster of sorts. And it's very much focused on the mist breathing Hashira, Murichiro Tokito. And we've had a lot of tragic backstories in Demon Slayer, but I think Murichiro probably takes the cake for most tragic in a way. Oh absolutely. He just he gets hit more because at first, it's not even the demons. It's just life happening. And we, lo- we lose mom, and then we lose dad, and then the demons happen. Yeah, I think that that really makes this backstory hit a lot different. And it's like, it's so brutal to see, because they even show the death scene of Muichiro's father here. Like, you, you first get this, like, kind of flashback to Muichiro helping his father when he was younger, and both his father and mother have very similar vibes to Tanjiro. As Laser jokingly said, it's kind of like a 
double rainbow with double tanjiro. Yes, it's a, a, a double tanjiro. What does it mean? What are the mysteries of the double tanjiro? Double tanjiro. We must figure it out. Yes, we are now referencing the, the lost parts of the podcast. Yeah, this is going to be very weird to record now that I think about it's it. Gonna be people will be listening like, why are they making these jokes? And we're like, well, you see, uh, we said them earlier. So, uh, yeah, uh, just, just trust us on this. That totally. The, the, we guys, we, we're funny, we swear. We swear, we're, we're funny, I, 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 I swear. Ha ha, funny joke. Ha ha, funny joke. But yeah, uh, this backstory was definitely not funny. It's, uh, it's very no. depressing. <laughs> Very sad, very depressing. Uh, and what was really interesting is we really get a, get a look at uh, Tokuto's brother, who at first comes off as just just kind of like Tokuto does. In fact, I think he actually makes that comment. He was acting kind of like his brother was when he had lost his memory. He just kind of cold, you know, detached demeanor, doesn't want to help people. Um, I, I take his brother, you know, having a toxic reaction to losing his parents doesn't want to be like them because, you know, he lost things and he doesn't want to lose his brother. Yeah, and it it has, like, a lot of, like, interesting connotations for how Moichiro acts in the present day. Especially when you consider, like you said, Yuichiro, Moichiro's brother, very much is what Moichiro is now. And especially considering the fact that, like, Moichiro has lost a lot of his memories, you could kind of interpret that as him using Yuichiro's personality as kind of a coping mechanism and mask to hide from that traumatic experience. Absolutely. And it's interesting because we, we, and we've said this before, but we both kind of forgot the details of this as we were, you know, reading it. We realized we're officially old V-Lord. We read this three years ago. Yes, it it took us a sec to realize, like, wait, Demon Slayer ended in May 2020. And, like, that means I must have read it even before that, because I read these chapters when they came out. I, I I got to read the last chapter when it came out. I was in the middle of Swordsmith, so I kind of, um, when the gap closed, I just read, read it all in one night, and it was great, but it was three years ago, so I'd forgotten a lot of details. My, uh, uh, speaking of old, I'm going to be 42 here. Yeah, just, uh, uh I, I will be the answer years old here in a, in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. I still don't get what the answer is. Oh, well, um, I'll make another reference to it again in, in a minute at the end of the podcast. Good. I, I need deeper lore. Well, the deeper lore is coming because I've had time to make it more complicated than I did last time. That, that's the upside of re-recording. <laughs> Plus, now you guys know, sometimes I plan them. Sometimes I don't. It depends. This sounds like a deeper mystery than the Nerd Funhouse. Oh, God. I, I don't know how to feel about the fact that Nerd Funhouse has officially come out. And now on the actual podcast and not just for the backers. Dun, dun, <laughs> dun. The deep lore of my nerd funhouse Discord server. That is basically where my friends and I hang out. That that's that's all it really is. But you know, it is not open to the public. Dun, dun, dun. God, people are gonna start demanding if we're back and be like, we want to join the nerd funhouse and be like, okay, well, you gave us money. Oh my god. But yeah, back to this tragic backstory though. It's like it's shocking that we got not only two tragedies right off the bat for 
Muichiro, but it's not from demons. It's from natural causes. Mother's dead from illness. Father dies while falling off a Trying cliff. Trying to get herbs to save her. Yeah, God, yeah. that hit like a Mack truck, man. Um, honestly, you want to know what it reminds me of? It takes me back to ReZero and a certain someone's mother trying to get help for him and then slipping and falling to her death. Oh my god, you're right. I didn't even think about that. I'm, I, this is the advantage of, of uh, us having things in our mind. I didn't think of it last time I recorded, but I did this time. God, now that hurts even more, man. Right? It's the same, it's the same sort of thing. Like, okay, we got to get help for you. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry, Garfield. We're, uh, uh, your, your mom, sorry, your, your mom slipped, fell and died. So you're, saying, so, you're, so you're saying here, Muichiro is the Garfield of Demon Slayer. Actually, kind of, yes, because I, I hated both of them at first, and I came to love them both at, at, over after, as I came to know them. So actually, no joking, yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. And yes, accidental spoilers for ReZero, if you haven't somehow watched season two already from years and years ago. Don't worry, guys. We're talking about Garfield the cat. Garfield the cat, who is uh, totally has a tragic backstory. Yes, Odie ate his lasagna. Odie ate his lasagna, and it was his favorite friend. Uh, and Pookie, Pookie got destroyed by Odie as well. Odie's actually uh, the Muzon of Garfield. See, see, this this makes total sense. This is why he keeps trying to mail him away. He's trying to get rid of the evil. Yeah, it just totally. The evil's too powerful. Garfield needs to get away and and get get himself a uh, a, a, a Nichiren sword so he can take out Odie, but he he can't because John is secretly um, under the control of uh, Odie, and uh, they, it, Garfield's got to find a way to, so he can save everyone. It's a secret deep lore of Garfield. Everyone, we don't go on tangents. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, totally. This is all related to Demon Slayer, guys. It's all important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to read every single comic strip of Garfield to understand Demon Slayer. True. If you miss even one week, you will you will lack the context. Yes, exactly. But I think what what really makes this backstory, I think, even more painful is when like the demon actually shows up to Yuichiro and Muichiro's like shack house. And, like, the demon first tries to attack Muichiro. Yuichiro gets in the way, gets his arm cut off, and, like, is fatally wounded. And then you have this scene where, mentally, Muichiro is just broken. He starts, like, screaming, and the animation kind of gets all rough. It's it's painful to watch, but I love that we don't see what happened. We just see the flash forward of him seeing what happened. He doesn't remember, and because of the way it's been done, A... It's more effective because it's like, oh, God, even he doesn't know what he did. But B, our minds will make this way worse than it ever could have ever been drawn ever. Yeah, totally. It's, it's a very smart writing technique. It's it's a really great idea. And uh, it honestly reminds me a lot of actually the Karapika backstory chapters of Hunter Hunter. I'm not sure if you ever read these because like they aren't in the normal volumes of the manga laser. And no, I don't think I have. So th- this isn't really spoiler because I, like, I don't remember him having a back. I I know what his backstory is. But I don't remember seeing it. So like around the time the Phantom, I think the Phantom Rouge Hunter Hunter movie came out, Togashi drew this uh, two part one shot of Karapika 
showing his actual backstory and like it's just him growing up and then leaving his village and at the end of the chapter it just has this blank page in black saying the phantom troop came in they slaughtered all the kurtas but you don't see anything but that presentation and the wording conveys just this horror and tragedy that you wouldn't have gotten by just seeing them killed on like on the page yeah no it's um it's something that i I, i'm gonna go into star wars prequel defense mode here but it's something i always thought was interesting about stars episode two we don't see anakin slaughter all the sand people either and i also feel like that makes sense because we can make that to be way worse than it ever could fit in a pg movie yeah it's a really good presentation technique here and i i love when you pan back here you kind of see that mangled corpse of the demon and you're like god it's like how did it get this way yeah and it's like Mauricio doesn't have a history fighting at this point he's very much a kind-hearted kid and he wants to help other people like we didn't mention here but like Ubayashiki's wife came in and tried to recruit them and Mauricio's like wants like he's very gun ho about wanting to help people and Yuichiro's the one that's stepping in and saying like don't be foolish. Being kind will only get you killed. It got our parents killed. Yeah, and, and, and it's it, it's sad because I can see where he's coming from. It's not evil that this is coming from. It's toxic, but it's not evil. It's fear of losing more people, and he clearly did love his brother, even though he horribly mistreated him. Yeah, it's like he he calls like Muichiro meaningless at one point coming from the fact that the moo in his name is a reference to meaningless and it's like means infinity yeah and it's like it's his distance and quote-unquote animosity towards his brother is a way to protect his brother in a way kind of like a certain certain other sibling relationship in this manga uh you were not talking about ocean Oko or anything i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yes yes uh Oshinoko is a part of demon slayer guys yeah Gar- garfield and Oshinoko, it's it's all it's all part of the, the demon slayer universe guys yes totally ruby and aqua are gonna come in here and then start a revenge plan on muzan yeah as it turns out it wasn't actually who they thought it was it was muzan the whole time See, I can actually believe that, though. Muzan, like, changes forms all the time. He could probably, like, pretend to be, like, some random Hollywood producer and, like, seduce I. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, I could see that. So they're actually Muzan's kids, huh? Ah, the deep lore continues. Oshinoko has got uh, the, the children of Muzan, who are actually pretty cool kids. But Muzan killed their mother. Dun, yes. dun, dun. But yeah, I mean, like, I think the scene where we see Muichiro come back to, like, his and Yuichiro's house, and you see Yuichiro, kind of in his dying breaths, mention that, like, he, like, please save my brother, he's done nothing wrong, I always knew the moon meant infinity. Man, oh gosh, it's so sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's depressing. And then you go back to the present day Muichiro, and it's him about to go frickin' ham. He gets the mark, he has his sword, and he just slices and dices with his misbreathing. 
Hmm, two people who have connections to the original breathing who have strange marks. I wonder why. Yes, it's, it's totally not a coincidence. You mean it totally is a coincidence? <laughs> yeah, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally, to uh, totally no reason. No, none whatsoever. Yeah, it's totally a coincidence. Uh, no, there are no marks in Demon Slayer bossing, say. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Okay, so so Avatar is also connected to the Demon Slayer lore. Yeah, everything is Demon Slayer. Everything is connected to Demon Slayer. Except for Demon Slayer. I mean, Demon Slayer itself is probably... Let's just say it's like One Piece or something. I don't know. That works. There's probably like a Demon Slaying Island somewhere in the One Piece world. I would not be surprised in the least. They just suddenly come across. It's totally not Japan, but it's Japan. But it's it's not Wano. It's it's the Demon Slayer world. Yeah, that totally, totally work in One Piece and have all the mechanics intact because that's that's just the way that that island works. Yeah, it would it would totally make sense, even though. Yeah, I guess like Wano's supposed to be Japan, but it's like Wano's is definitely the, the totally not Japan of One Piece. But you know, we could have another. Why not both? Yeah, we'll have legally distinct Japan, not real Japan. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's the island of Kimetsu. Yeah, it's the Kimetsu Island. But yeah, I mean, I I really love the animation here, though. Like oh, Yufa Table gorgeous. cannot be stopped. Like, nope. the just the way that the misbreathing animation flows here, you see, like, Muichiro flawlessly cut through all of Gyoko's attacks, and there's this sense of weight to them, but also a sense of, like, kind of, like, I don't know, freeform movement. It feels very fluid. It kind of feels like Muichiro's flowing with the mist, in a way. Yeah, I think that that's about right. Yeah, and I really love the scene where Gyoko's taking his magic pot, shoots some octopus tentacles at Muichiro, the hut shatters, and Muichiro just retaliates with the sword, cuts through all the octopus-like legs. It also cuts Gyoko's neck. So satisfying. Oh, yeah. Oh, so satisfying. And all the while, we have the goat himself, Haganeska still working on his sword. Still working on that sword. Much to the chagrin of the demon who's like, I'm jealous of your focus. And then he's like, oh, wait, I do have focus. I didn't notice Moichiro get here. I am. All, I still have good focus. You weren't focusing on art, asshole. That's not how that works. Yeah, nah, I mean, he didn't even need a breather. He just went right back into it. Oh, yeah. He just once he got reared back up, he was just like, hi. He's the Mr. Popo of uh, of uh, Demon Slayer now. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I can sure see a Demon Slayer goes up and just says, Pecking order. Oh my god. Somehow we managed to we come up with new jokes. Yeah. See, we are funny, guys. We're funny, we swear. We're not old boomers. Well, I... I, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I hope I'm not a boomer yet. I'm only 25. Yeah. My adults are actual boomers. Yeah, I mean, I see 18-year-olds in this community now, and now I'm like, God, you children. I, I, I remember when I first realized that 20 people who are 20 are, are children to me, and I'm like, oh, 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 God. 
Yeah, it, it, it'd be like that sometimes. But yeah, I mean, we really just end off this episode with Maritro just showing his moves. Absolutely. It's like, it's like Captain Falcon showed up and just like, show me your moves. Show me your moves. Well, speaking of showing stuff, this episode added more focus on uh, his old swordsmith. And uh, that's what Demon Slayer's anime does great is adding context to little things. I couldn't even remember if this was actually in the manga or not. Because we're fake fans who don't remember things we read three years ago. Um, but uh, he definitely wasn't in there as much. And th- this is the sort of thing that we get a lot of good focus on throughout Demon Slayer. Just little bits here and there filled in to make the mo- the anime a worthwhile experience whether you've read the manga or not. Yeah, totally. I 100% agree. It's like it really enriches the experience. And I think a lot of the parts in this episode really were extended. They showed more expressions. They gave more time between, say, Muichiro and his father in the early scenes. And even, yeah, the scene with the original swordsmith of Muichiro and him when, like, they were. Like, it makes sense to see what they can do with the, uh, with this, you know, more deliberate pace, which I really appreciate when we get to the final arc, because I always felt the final arc was rushed, so I'm really excited to see what they can do to flush that out a little bit more. Yeah, I hope they continue to take their time. I know some people have kind of complained that this season feels a bit slow-paced, and it kind of is, but I feel Demon Slayer excels when it's able to take its time like this and really take everything in. Stuff escalated very quickly, so I'm not sure I even agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's still escalated, like, relatively fast here. So yeah, I mean, I, I think by the end of this arc, though, a lot of Demon Slayer viewers are going to be satisfied. We all know what's oh, yeah. coming if you're a manga reader. Even if you don't remember all the details, we all know what's coming. Yeah, I mean... There's actually one very specific thing that I'm very much looking forward to towards the end of this, uh, this arc. Yeah, I mean, the anime has been kind of reminding us subtly in a, a certain way every episode. If, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. But Laser, before we head into the mist and are covered in white, do you want to give the listeners any final thoughts? We've said it every week, and we'll say it again. Animation good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, no, I, I think we somehow managed to cover it again. But this time, the recorder is working. Hopefully. Yes, and then my computer will crash, and I'll lose everything so that. Oh, no! At that point, I would probably just try to, like, record this myself, because I wouldn't want you to be out a third time. I'd feel too I'd bad. I got nowhere to go. God, I, this is why I appreciate you, Laser. I'm happy to be here. But yeah, Demon Slayer good. If you haven't seen this episode yet, please go do so. Episode 8 is fantastic, just like the rest of this arc has not missed a beat. And yeah, just enrich yourself in the Demon Slayer goodness. Absolutely. And if you're a dub person, that dub has started for this arc. It has, and we will be talking about it at some point on the podcast. Maybe with some of the deeply elusive nerd funhouse crew. Ooh, yes. I I, I can probably bring most, if not all of them, in for that. Uh, one of whom I'm trying to get to watch the beginning because they hadn't seen any Demon Slayer. And I'm like, you gotta go quick so we can watch the Simul Dub. Yes, they hadn't seen Demon Slayer at all? Uh, that would be Ark. Oh, that's surprising. Ark, I love that guy. Pretty much only watches anime when I'm watching it with him. Mm, fair enough. I have friends like that, too. 
Let me see this way. When I lived with him in 2008, I introduced him to Dragon Ball. He'd never seen it up to that point. Dang. He somehow got all the way to 2008 and never seeing it. Okay, yeah, we, we have to get Ark into Demon Slayer, guys. It's gonna happen. Yes, if you guys want, uh, tell Archangel. Uh, he's not on Twitter, sadly, so you can't you can't pester him on Twitter. But 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 uh, into feedback. If if you want to feedback, tell us Archangel, watch Demon Slayer, and I'll make sure he sees your comments. Yes, do that, folks. Totally. Peer pressure him into watching more Demon Slayer. I want to peer pressure one of my best friends into watching Demon Slayer. I'm horrible, or am I? Because it's Demon Slayer. I mean, I feel like in the long run, it's a good thing. <laughs> He has watched some of it now. He's he's um I think he said it was on episode eight or nine. Oh, that's good at least. But yeah, I guess we should probably get out of here, though. We probably should. So, Laser, where can people find you on the Internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, you can find my uh, Toonami Focus editorials. Those have been recovered and anything new I write over on Toonami Faithful. Uh, you can find me and also V-Lord uh, sometimes over on the Toonami Faithful podcast. And you can also find me on many of uh, the uh, V-Lord podcast universe podcasts that I meaned into existence. Usually the, the Dumbweed podcast would be the one I'm on most consistently besides this one. Yes, indeed. But as for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ. And I write things at various places such as MangaMavericks.com and ToonamiFaithful.com. So you can check out my writing over there. And then I do a bunch of podcasts, kind of like Laser alluded here. There's the V-Lord podcast universe as he's memed into existence. I, I was joking until I wasn't joking anymore. <laughs> That's how all things come into creation, Laser. But yeah, the podcast that we're both on together most frequently is the Dumb Weebs podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod, which is like a general anime and manga podcast. We also have Saturday Night Shoggy, our Shogakukan focused podcast at Sat Night Shoggy. And then we have Oversoul Shaman King podcast over on Twitter at Shaman King Pod. So you can check out all of those. As far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at D Slayer Podcast, on Facebook, usually at, de- at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, though. Our Facebook is kind of having issues right now, so it's not currently listed, but it should be back up relatively soon. And then we're also on the Tanami Faithful website itself at TanamiFaithful.com slash Podcast. And the podcast is on basically every platform out there at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So just go look up our podcast, uh, check out a few episodes, rate and review it if you feel like it, and just enjoy the content. And if you want even more beyond that, you can check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast Universe. There you can find all our amazing content plus even more. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our upcoming release schedule, early access to episodes, bonus podcasts, and even tangents where we kind of just go with the flow. We, we definitely are, are masters of tangents. And then you might also hear from uh, the deep lore of the, of the uh, Nerd Funhouse. Yes, do you want to know the truth about the Nerd Funhouse? Do you want to know what evil schemes Laser's planning evil in there? Evil schemes of my, my private Discord server. Yeah, that's... That, that. Spoiler, I saved you a dollar. That, that's all it is. But 
You'll hear us joke about it a lot. Yes, all truth will be revealed in the Patreon. But that does it for this episode. So we will see you guys later. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad Tokuto lost his memory to the mist. We tried to record earlier, but oh dear. You may not share our sadness at the loss, but we recorded for the cause. So long, so long, so long, and thanks for all the fish.